0: I have some exciting news. I am so honored to have been chosen to be an ambassador for a French wine company called Le Grand Vare. Le Grand Verre offers French artisan wines, and they come in cute, compact by the glass bottles. Create your own tasting box or choose from one of the beautifully curated boxes of four. Each bottle is accompanied with an info card, including aromas and notes of the wines and even who made it. By the next social event, guys, you'll be tasting and talking wines like a boss. My favorite part about all this, they're giving you guys $20 off your first box. To take advantage of this exclusive offer, make sure to use the link in the show notes so that they know Chris sent you. While I figure out if we're still having a city girl summer since JT's still in jail and Carisha's pregnant, make sure you guys are following me on Facebook at shenanigans podcast, on Instagram at shenanigans underscore podcast, and on Twitter at SWFriendsPod. You know, I was really looking forward to that city girl summer. Hmm. Anyway, episode 42, Solo Dolo, let's get the fuck into it. Hey guys, so I hope you guys missed me. Um, I took the week off because I turned 33, insert applause, and then um, I am almost done with bartending school. I still have one more test to go, um, but I was studying for my final written test and so I kind of needed a few days to myself and to my thoughts and working on my long-term memory and all that good stuff, so... Thank you guys for allowing me the time. I'm fucking back and I literally cannot believe... Like, honestly, seven days feels way too long. Like, I feel like I need to figure out a way to give you guys more of me. Um, I am working on um, a YouTube channel. So I guess if you guys want to see me do this, that'll be a thing. I'm thinking by episode 50, we should be good to go. Um, So let's cross our fingers. I swear to God, every time I say something like out loud that should never happens. but I've been like really thinking about this for a while so I'm was gonna do it for this episode but then I'm like that's kind of weird to do it on episode 42 so I thought 50 so that's what we're going for and if listening to me is not a fucking enough I guess you guys can stare at me too <laughs> anyway hi <laughs> um I'm drinking rum tonight don't tell anybody Okay, so, let's just jump right into it, guys. Um, I like to usually try to get, like, the bad news out of the way, so that's what I'm about to do. Um, as you guys know, uh, Malia Davis's body was found. Um, I think she's been gone for, like, a month now. I might have, uh, mentioned it on a previous episode when it was first happening, um, course, it turned, not of course, but I shouldn't say of course, but guys, like, 93% of the time where a child, something's happened to a child or something, it's because it's from somebody they know. So, I don't mean to say, of course, like, this is the case all the time, but in this case, the mother of the child, her ex-fiance, um, is the person that is being held. Um, I don't think he's been charged with murder yet, um, just, like, with tampering with the body and, like, some shit because they found some like decomposition and blood in his car so charging him with that that was before of course they found the body they only found the body because he told them where the body was um and he's saying that it was an accident mom i and if you guys are following the story malia's mother says that um before she because okay so she was gone when the when malia Disappeared. Okay. She was, um, on a vacation, not on vacation. I'm not going to say on vacation. I'm going to go by the word, the information that I have. So I'm not going to say vacation, but she was away visiting with a sick relative. Um, the day that she was supposed to return the ex fiance, um, and her, or excuse me, the day that she left the fiance and her got into a ver- verbal, uh, a verbal altercation, She discovered that he was sending nude pictures to somebody. And again, I don't know that this is true. Um, There have been a lot of reports that the mother's uh, story is not consistent. I'm just telling you with the information that we were provided, like just to kind of give you guys a timeline. So she says that that he had some nudes being sent to someone else that caused a, a, a ruckus. Um, I guess I don't know if he was embarrassed or whatever. The mother says it was it uh, was to another guy. I don't really know that that really it shouldn't really make a fucking difference, right? So whatever. Okay. So um so then they get into that altercation. She leaves, which is strange cuz I'm not I'm thinking if you get into a serious like argument, I'm probably going to take my kids with me. Like I'm definitely not leaving my kids here, but again, everybody doesn't parent the way everybody Parents, I, There's no fucking rule book. I'll just say that, okay? So, <clears throat> so then she goes on vacation and the day that she's supposed to return, the ex-fiance claims that he is not abducted because like they didn't take him. So it was supposed to be him, his two-year-old son, and uh, Malia, which uh, she was four years old. And he's saying that something happened, a car pulled up next to them took her, beat him up, when he woke up, like, 12 hours later, like, he's saying that he was, uh, with his two-year-old son, so, to me, when I first heard that story, I'm like, okay, that's a fucking red flag, because if a if a person is a kidnapper, like, literally, I don't feel like they're going to be like, oh, let's take this one and not this one, like, as weird as it's going to sound, there are so many fucking weird people in the world that if that was really the story that happened, there's no... I just don't... I just feel in my heart that they would have taken both of the kids, okay? Okay, fine. So, the guy says that he wakes up, his two-year-old's there, he goes to the hospital, and then reports the girl missing. That's another thing. Like, how I... I get that you're hurt, and I get that, you know, you want to make sure that you're okay, but, like, if I wake up 12 hours later... And I was in a car with two kids and I only got one kid. Like, I, that's the first thing. I don't give a fuck. Like, my head could be bleeding profusely and there's nothing that's going to stop me from telling uh, people, well, what about this other kid that I've had? You know what I'm saying? So that was another red flag. Anyway, so he goes to jail a few days later. Um, the mom's back by now. Um, he goes to jail for tampering with a body or relocating a body or something like that based on the things that they found in the trunk. And, um, now, and then, um, a few days after that, he confesses and that's how they found out where the body was. But now after they found the body, now he's like, he doesn't have anything else to say. So I don't know what that means. Like, I don't, I'm not super, like, I don't, I can't get super technical with like how things work in Texas and, or the body was found in Arkansas. So I don't know if they have anything. I don't know. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I think they have to just determine where the body was like, where the body was first deceased. And I think that that'll be how they figure out where it's going to be prosecuted. So I don't know, but um, I think this is the part where people would probably be like, yeah, you guys have to be careful about who you have your kids around and blah, blah, blah. And absolutely, but also don't leave your kids around people that you get into fresh arguments with. People are weird. And you know, and we could literally do this all night, but there's so many do's and don'ts. But, um, basically, it's probably just, um, listening to, like, that fucking first fucking mind. And then, if I, if we dig a little deeper, we find out that the, the, the girl, Malia, and some siblings have been removed from the the home because of an injury that Malia suffered and then had to have brain surgery. So, when you put all that stuff in, I hate to be the one that, like, when something happens like you people are digging up anything and everything they can find and i don't know the details about the injury the mother says it was a fall that's a that's a big fall for a kid to have to have brain surgery so i i feel super bad that this family lost this 4 year old like I'll never understand how people can do that to kids, but, um, I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence about whether I, or not I think if the mother's involved, I don't know. Um, my first thought is like, well, she's not, she wasn't there. I don't know. But then who fucking knows? I mean, she's even been, uh, they even know that she's been talking to him or she, at least one time she talked to this guy after he had been arrested for this. While her daughter was still "quote unquote" missing, so I will let you guys do it with with whatever you want with that information. Um, I think it's a fucking travesty. I think that is disgusting. Um, and you know, I don't know. Um, so okay, so speaking of travesties, so I first heard about this Maryland couple, right? So they go to the Dominican Republic and the news, all the news reports say it's just bodies of Maryland couple found dead in hotel room in Dominican Republic. So immediately I'm like, boom, she went to go get a, go get a booty. Right. (laughs) Didn't go well. The husband tried to get the money back. Boom, boom, dead, dead. Right. (laughs) I was so off. (laughs) Do you ever like read a news article and you just try to guess what happened? So that's what I thought happened. But it turns out that. After having some drinks at the mini bar, they ended up dying, uh, having blood or excuse me, having um, I want to say fluid on the lungs. I'm gonna pull it up and look exactly. But um, so yeah, so then they they died um at the they in their fucking room. So they were 63 and 50, Nathaniel Holmes and Cynthia Day. They were newly engaged. Um, from Maryland, uh, looking, you know, to fucking go on vacation in the Dominican Republic. Now, apparently, um, there is this, so here's the creepy part, right? So we don't really know what happened, but the autopsy shows that the couple died of respiratory failure and fluid built up in their lungs, okay? They were at this hotel called the the Bahia Principe, I think, um, or Principe, um, in the Dominican Republic, and that's how they died. So right? I don't know. Okay, <laughs> um, then you pull back, right? because you when you when you are a journalist, right? You, when you get information, you have to expound upon it and expound upon it as far as you can. then I find out this is not the first time that people from the United States have died at this Dominican Republic resort. That's weird, right? And then you're thinking, well, Dominican Republic is is full of criminals and blah, 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 whatever the Western world tells you about places. OK, cool, cool. So but then <laughs> there's another lady from Maryland as well that died exactly again from drinking from the mini bar, fluid on the lungs, respiratory failure. And then you pull back even further and then you find out that. Hold on, let me find it. So the, the one lady died from Maryland on the 25th of May. And then this couple died five days later. And then you pull back even further. You go back to people who lived in Philadelphia, who, live, who lived in Philadelphia, who died in 2018. So we're talking about last year at the same resort under the same circumstances. Having a drink from the minibar. And then dying with fluid on their lungs and respiratory failure. Um, so literally, there's like a handful. Like I want to say after I read all this, I feel like it was. Let me see, one, two, three, four, five. There's five different in, like instances, six people that have all been sick from either drinking a bottle of soda or drinking some alcohol from the mini bar at the Grand Bahia. Bahia Principe Resort, I'm probably butchering the fuck out of that, or the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in the Dominican Republic. Two people died, Robert uh, Bell Wallace and David Harrison both died after drinking from the minibar at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Punta Cana, and the other ones, all from that same other resort. So I don't know what that means. Um, there was even a couple that, um, ended up leaving the Bahia, uh, resort early because they said that it smelled like paint all over the room, and then they found out when they went to the doctor that they were being poisoned by pesticides. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it was accident, I don't know, but probably the only thing I could take away from this is probably, guys, don't go to fucking Dominican Republic because I don't know what's killing these people, and neither does any of the people in the Dominican Republic. Um, people have definitely, um cancel their trips and I don't blame them because you don't want to go on vacation and then like with the high possibility like 50% chance that you may not return from it or may not even get to enjoy it those the couple from Maryland didn't even get to enjoy it they weren't even there they had just checked in um before they went to their their room to get like pre turned. you know what I'm saying and like you should be able to do that without dying is all I'm saying um so you know, the hotel is saying, you know, they, you know, they're saying that they did everything they're supposed to, that everybody follows the rules, that this is a coincidence, but I don't know how many times does something have to happen before it's not a coincidence anymore? Like, I don't know the statistics for sure, but I feel like this doesn't sound like a coincidence. I don't know if it's like one evil fucking employee, employee, like fucking shit up or what, like, I don't even understand like how it's all coming from this mini bar stuff. Then that makes me feel like things are probably being tampered with, and that's a whole other story. So, again, guys, I probably would just say just stay out of DR for a second, and I'm gonna tell you why. Cause you're fucking, cause Big Poppy just got shot over there. Like he literally just got shot over there. So if drinking from the mini bar and dying doesn't stop you from visiting there for until they figure out what the fuck is happening, maybe the fact that Somebody came up to the to a bar and shot David Ortiz, like, in the fucking back. And i pretty sure they wanted him dead. Um, I don't know. Um, some news outlets are saying that a drug lord hired a um, police officer to shoot David Ortiz because he was sleeping with his wife, like, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Um, I just know he had two surgeries. They had to remove his intestines, his gall, like, parts of his intestines, parts of his gallbladder, um, and they're saying that his, that he's had liver damage. I, he's super duper lucky to be alive. Um, and yeah, man. So, I mean, his wife says he's resting comfortably now. Um, he ended up being uh, treated in the DR and they moved him to a Massachusetts general hospital, um, where he went through the second surgery. Um, it looks like, he is going to be okay, um, and he is just healing up, and all that shit is dandy, but also what in the holy shit is happening in the motherfucking Dominican Republic? <laughs> like, yeah, we could have lost Big poppy, and I don't even watch baseball, but like, I know him, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, that would have been super duper tragic. I don't want to, damn, damn. Like, and now I feel like I had an opportunity to segue into KD, but I can't because that's not the way the show is going. So sorry, guys. <laughs> so all these travesties happening in the Dominican Republic. Meanwhile, Kylie Jenner is causing travesties in California. <laughs> so, okay. I don't watch The Handmaid's Tale, right? But I get it it's like all the people in red are like slaves and they're like forced to like have kids right like have kids for like people who I guess who can't I don't know like but they're like the fucking slaves of the community cool got it but like do you have a okay I'm so fucking torn here right okay so most of the world is like Kylie, you're so insensitive, and if you have a party about this, you clearly don't understand what the show is about, and blah, 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 and, you know, you're fucking spitting on everyone who's ever gone through anything, and blah, 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 and guys, Kylie, the Kardashian Jenner family, they do some stupid ass things. That I will not take away from you. That I cannot take away from you. But I just don't know that this is something to be upset about with her. Like, it's not blackface. So, like, let's start there. It's not blackface. So, and think about it. It's going to be Halloween before we know it. And I don't really be clocking people's outfits, but I don't even know that they, it, that it hand, Handmaid's Tale's outfits weren't even popular Halloween's before. I don't know, but I just feel like everybody always has a, people always, like, jump at the opportunity just to, like, shit on somebody just to be shitting on somebody. And, again, I am not a fucking Kardashian-Jenner sympathizer. I can give a fuck less. But what I'm saying is that I don't know that this is something to be attacked for. She says it's her favorite show. She's having a theme party. Like I said, it's not blackface. I don't I didn't I don't see her doing anything offensive, if that makes any sense. Like, yes, we know the show's about rape and oppression. But I but her party isn't. Like her party was just to watch the show in a festive manner. It would just be like if niggas or if people fucking what am I trying to say like they put fucking zombie makeup on and watch The Walking Dead or you know what I'm saying or wore fucking fucking soft masks if they were watching the saw what I jigsaw not saw <laughs> jigsaw jigsaw mask like to me it's the same thing like it's like watching a Jason marathon with the fucking hockey mask on like that to me that this is all that this is um it's just somebody finding a way um outwardly to show support for a show like I said I don't watch it I don't really care I don't really know (laughs) but I know I don't I just don't feel like she did anything that we should be like really super upset about it was she did it to her own house Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, she wants to wear that stupid-looking outfit. Let her wear that stupid-looking outfit. Like, I just, you guys always find a reason to be so upset about everything. And it's just, like, so many other things happening that this is not one of them. Like, they are literally just in, like, red dresses and fucking capes and fucking with white big-ass hats on. Like, I don't see anything offensive. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just, guys, find other things to be outraged about. That's it. And again, I'm not a I'm not a sympathizer. I really don't fucking care about them. Um, I just I do care about people being able to do what they want to, without everybody nitpicking at everything they do. Um. So yeah, that's that on that. There was some Kanye news. Kanye shading Chris's uh boyfriend or whatever. I guess uh, Kylie and fucking Jordan are speaking again. Oh, that's cool, but like I said, I don't really care about them, so moving on. (laughs) (sighs) So, I came across this um, article, and you guys know that generally, like, when I'm looking for stuff, like, to talk about, I really try to keep it as light as possible. Um, But this kind of, like, struck my my fucking whatever. What is it struck? What did it strike? My fucking curiosity. (laughs) So, This says, um, so the the title of the article says that Alabama approves chemical crash. I can't talk. Alabama approves chemical castration bill for some sex offenders. So off top, I'm reading that and I'm like, dope, burn that shit off, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was thinking. And then I start, I read the article because gener- I know people don't like to read articles. They just like to read the titles and just assume what they think the article is about. But I read it. And um, so pretty much the Alabama governor has signed a bill that will require people convicted of certain sex offended offenses. I cannot fucking talk today offenses to undergo chemical castration as a condition of parole a requirement meant to keep perpetrators from committing similar crimes so I'm like okay that's not what I thought chemical castration okay so let me tell you guys what I thought it was so I thought that like chemical castration would be like a nigga going to the back of the room and like dudes like and then like (laughs) people like super soaking like his dick with like chemicals that would make it melt off and honestly I feel like somebody should make a movie and there should be a scene with that in it and I will just put my name as a fucking as one of the millions of executive producers and you guys can have that idea Um but no, so like clearly I have a terrible mind so that's what I thought chemical castration is but really it's not anything like that um so the law would say I'm gonna tell you guys what it is So, the law would say that a judge, or excuse me. So, the law says that a judge may order anyone convicted of a sex offense involving a child under the age of 13 to start receiving testosterone-inhibiting medication. So, it's not really, like, castrating. It's more so decreasing the testosterone, testosterone, I, yo, Throw, just throw this whole episode away. <laughs> so I don't, so apparently they think that depleting testosterone levels and a convicted sex offender would stop them from wanting to commit crimes. But I don't really know. I don't really know that that, that that's, is that really what's going to happen? So the, here's the thing is that, Um, So, okay, so let's just say sex offender is about to get out of jail in July. So that this month, that sex offender would have to have started taking these pills. You have to take it a month before they're released from prison. So most of the offenders will have to pay for their treatment. um, And it'll be administrated by um, the Department of Public Health until a judge decides that medication is no longer necessary. But how do you determine when medication is no longer necessary? And also, how do you know that these people are going to get out of prison and keep taking your your sad dick pills? You know what I'm saying? Like, I just I I get that they're trying to make it more of an extreme um an extreme consequence, but honestly, I say go for the super soakers. I mean, because this is is literally just, okay, I'm going to take these pills for these four weeks so I can get out of fucking prison, and then I just won't fucking take them anymore. And I, like, sure, they'll have to be on parole or whatever, but, um, I just, people know how to freak the system so well that I just don't believe that this, that this is going to work. Um so I guess that sentencing a judge and not a doctor is going to tell the offender about the effects of the treatment. Um, offenders can choose at any time to stop getting the medication and return to prison. So I, I really see where they're going. And I think that sure it's a good idea, but I just don't, how are you going to really truly identify and target let Like the people that are not going, everybody's not just going to be taking these pills. I don't know how they're going to cheat. I don't know what kind of tests you guys need to do. But, like, everybody's not going to just keep taking these pills, especially when they have to pay for them. Like, there's just no fucking way. And I don't know. So, anyway, so I guess that'll be the option. So, you'll get to take these pills for the rest of your fucking life. Um, and hopefully, and, and again, I guess that's my problem. If we could know for sure that these pills would like completely just never make that dick hard again, or like whatever the case may be. And they haven't tried this on women. And that's another issue is like, when we're talking about this stuff, this shit is a very equal opportunity. Like, (laughs) I think that everybody who has been, have not accused, but have been convicted of this needs to definitely take it or, you know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying is, I guess. Okay, we don't know that these pills are going to stop the urge to do these weird things. It's not a fucking, it's not a fucking brain medication, you know what I'm saying? Where it's not attacking, like, whatever part of your brain makes you like that. It's not doing that, it's just decreasing the testosterone level. But I don't really know, like, I don't have a lot of testosterone and, like, And and that doesn't weaken my sex drive, if that makes any sense. So, like, I see where they're going, and I get the idea, and I think that it's a good idea. But I don't feel like we are... I feel like there's a lot of more things to explore to make sure that this works the proper way. Um, I would even honestly even look to possibly giving it to people before they're like, well before a month out. So like, if you're if that's the case, I'm trying to give it to these people six to seven months before they get out. So by the time they don't have any like urge or need or want, like or whatever. But again, this just doesn't, this seems very thin. And it seems like a good idea. But I don't know and they say anyone who stops receiving the castration treatment without approval will be considered guilty of a class C felony punishable under Alabama law up to 10 years in prison and a fine up to $15,000 but people so often don't follow up for fucking parole and stuff like that like so I just something tells me like you guys are not going to be able to constantly flag and catch every person like this Um, it's just so anyway the chemical castration, um, of course it leaves the testes intact and it can be reversed. So that's a whole nother thing. The only thing that stops this thing. Okay. So it, it, the only, I just, I'm sorry. I'm so frustrated because I don't, I, I get the idea and I get the passion and I get the urgency for it. Absolutely. I do. I just don't know that this is it because Listen. It leaves the testes intact, right? So chemical castration. It can be reversed, and it does not prevent a man from reproducing. So, like, what is? So that means that it that if a dude stops taking it, then it's reversed, right? It's already reversed. So, and he get somebody pregnant, a thirteen year old, twelve year old, pregnant. Like that's disgusting. And it doesn't even guarantee. Like I said, here's the thing: is it doesn't guarantee a man's sexual urge is going to be eliminated. Like there's no proof that that's going to happen. You might just be like, "It's." I was going to say sterilizing, but it's literally not even sterilizing them. I don't even, now that I'm thinking, I don't know what the fuck this is supposed to be. And I, I get it. And it's a good idea. And I, it's just, it's not enough. This is, this isn't enough. Even if they're, it's just not enough. It's not enough. I think that it needs to not be able to be reversed. I think that it definitely does need to guarantee a man's sexual urges are going to be eliminated. And I think that it does, it should prevent somebody from procreating. Somebody like that doesn't need to. That's just how I feel. So Alabama's going ahead with this. We'll see how it works out. I'll see if it pops up in the news again. But it's just, it seems like a real solid idea until you really get down into what chemical castration is. And I feel like if we're going to that level of chemical castration, we might as well just really be doing castrations. Like, and I don't know if that's like too medieval for some people, but it's true. Like, I just, I mean, how much money are we spending on the development of this pill? You know what I'm saying? Like, to give it to somebody in hopes that they don't hurt another kid again. I... I don't know. Anyway, moving on. So speaking of things that I just like can't get over, um, the fucking NBA finals. Um, I might get a loss. So you guys don't ever even really hear me talking about sports. Um, I just choose not to... Use my platform for that Not that I don't watch it Um, My grandmother has been a Huge basketball fan my entire Fucking life I grew up on it I used to want to marry BJ Armstrong Like um so like I know it and I Enjoy watching it um but the only Reason I'm bringing this up is because I'm like Okay a couple things First of all Toronto The fans I don't know what the fuck The issue is But, like, when do we start, when do we cheer when people are, like, severely hurt? And I know, guys, people do this all the time in sports and things like that. But, like, the cheering just kind of really, it really hit me somewhere that I just wasn't, (laughs) I wasn't comfortable with. (laughs) So, I was very upset. Um, And then, what else am I concerned about? I'm concerned because Jalen Rose said that Katie's practices were not going well, right? And everybody was like, oh, but he's cleared to play. You don't know what you're talking about. Blah, blah, blah. And then he's cleared to play and he does really good until he he fucking hurts himself again. And I'm thinking, guys, when everybody saw him, like, I don't know, like... I feel like if Golden State wasn't losing, we, he would have just stayed on the bench. So now it's like, it's poss- it's a possibility that, like, there's some fucking permanent damage done to the Achilles. We don't really know yet. Um, but it's not looking good. Um, and you know what's so crazy about Katie is that no matter what this kid does... There's always a flock of fucking haters with something to say. Whether he stays, whether he goes, whether he plays, whether he doesn't—like I don't know. And I'm really glad that Golden State won last night because kind of fucked Toronto, but like now it's like a bloodbath. Like Katie's out. We're going. They're going back to the Oracle. Um, I really feel like it's over for you, for you pterodactyls. I mean, I really feel like y'all about to be extinct, but that's just my personal opinion. I mean, I just feel like with the booing or with the cheering of KD hurting himself and the closeness of the game, I just feel like Golden State is not going to, I feel like John B. and the crew are going to really just give it their all. And I think it'll be a really good game on Thursday. Um, and then we'll have that other game because, I just feel like Golden State is not losing another one. And I guess somebody is going to shove this down my throat when, if, if they do lose, but I don't see it happening. So, but yeah, um, you know, just fucking people fucking forget that these entertainers and these professional athletes and stuff like that, like they are people. So like, sometimes people get hurt. Sometimes people make mistakes. Sometimes people, they, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Everybody's just always so fucking hard on KD and now everybody's looking for somebody to blame for this and the fuck I don't know. Everybody Golden State is all fucked up, if you ask me. I think everybody's a little upset and hurt and I don't know if I don't know if anybody was trying to rush him back. He seemed like he wanted to be there. I don't know. But that shit was real tragic. Um a lot of bad calls too, but that's none of my business. But anyway, so that's what's happening. Katie's probably out forever. Not forever, but at least, like, pro- I don't know. What's forever? Like, he'll probably be back, like, 2021. 20, like, because Achilles, like, those motherfuckers have to fucking heal. So, I don't know. So, I guess, I don't know. Don't hold your breath. Um, speaking of things not to hold your breath for, um, if you guys thought that Fast and the Furious couldn't get any more white trash, I fucking bet you that it'll get worse. <laughs> John Cena is going to be in the Fast and Furious Nine. Why? I have no fucking clue. <laughs> People's like, oh, but he was pretty good in Bumblebee. Bumblebee? First of all, did I see it? Second of all, probably not all the way. Third of all, the star was the car. Like, let's be, you feel me? Like, let's be real here. <laughs> Anyway, so oh, but you know what? I said that back. I did like him in Blockers and Cock Blockers or Blockers, whatever it's called. I like that movie. Um, but but you know what? Now that I think about it, I don't know that I like it because of him. I just think I liked it in general. Anybody could have played him. Here's a question: Why? do we keep making these like damn like fucking Hobbs and Shaw like the fucking trailer just motherfucking came out like yesterday and these niggas already like on whatever whatever 2020 like this next one is coming out like when is this franchise going to be over I think that's what this is really about like I'm over here trashing John but really this is about when are you guys gonna make this motherfucking shit stop like (laughs) Nobody who keeps asking for these and guys it's not even like oh it opens on May 22nd 2020 so don't fucking miss your ticket but I mean like <laughs> I don't I just don't understand why like who keeps asking for these like are people like have like talking to like mediums and like Paul Walker's like, you gotta do, you gotta get up to 15. You gotta do up to 15. Like, who is telling these people this? Like, nobody keep, nobody wants these. They're not even, like, realistic anymore. I feel like they stopped being realistic like, right before Bow Wow got there. So, so, like, pockets say empty, bruh? Or, what did he say, bruh? Or did he say cuz? I don't know. But Paul Walker was definitely getting his nigga on in Too Fast, Too Furious. If you guys don't recall, go back and watch it. <laughs> That's literally the last one that I've watched, like, with, like, excitement in my heart. Like, all the rest of them are literally just, like, go with the motions, and, um, is he really about to drive this car through two buildings, and, you know, like, it just keeps getting worse and worse. Like, I even saw the fucking preview for, um, the Hobbs and Shaw movie, and, like, I feel like, I don't know if it, I'm right, but I feel like he jumped the 18-wheeler. I don't, listen, listen, <laughs> I am a fiction writer, so I'll get it. But come on, guys. <laughs> so you will see or not see John Cena in Fast and Furious 9. Um, I'm going to not see it. So. <laughs> Fuck, I'm hilarious. OK, so um, I don't know if you guys recall but a few years ago, there was a huge fire at Universal Studios Hollywood. And originally, this actually, it, it hasn't been a few years ago. It's been way longer than that. I want to say it's been like 11 years. Hold on, let me find it. June 1st, 2008. It's been like 11 years. So um, anyway, so there was a huge fire at Universal Studios Hollywood and at, fir- at first, Universal had said that it was just the King Kong attraction and, like, a video vault were burned down, right? But it turns out these motherfuckers were hella hiding the facts that not only did this fire start, but that it lost... In that fire, It they lost tons of master recordings. We're talking about master recordings from Buddy Holly... Aretha Franklin, Etta James, Eminem, Snoop Dogg, 50 Cents, The Roots, Tupac, and like this, the list literally goes on and on. I don't really understand how they were able to hide for 11 years. They lost 500,000 masters because that's the number, guys, Um. But that shit really happened. Um, I don't even really know what that means. So, like, for instance, they said that um, Etta James lost the Masters to her at last. Like, what happens when that happens? Like, is there no kind of, like, insurance or, like, I don't know. But that shit is crazy. Um, But, like, yeah, so we thought it was just film reels, videos. But the New York Times is reporting that it was 500,000 song titles um, that were irreparable because of the damages. So we're talking about, like, Ray Charles. Did I say Ray Charles? But Ray Charles is in there. Like, every... It was a lot of motherfucking shit that got lost. So I wonder, you know, if 50 Cent is going to try to sue Universal Studios because he loves doing that. Uh, So yeah, um, okay. Um, finally, guys, I wanted to leave this last because it is very, um, I hope that you guys have seen When They See Us. If you haven't seen it, because it's still kind of fairly new, I'm not going to like super spoil it, but to be honest, guys, like you guys should already know the story. It's about the fucking, the five boys that were in Central Park, and they were picked up, wrongly accused, and spent years in jail, okay? Years. uh, And and, I I feel like you guys know the story, so I don't want to, like, have to get into it, but... Um, Anyway, so one of the prosecutors, um, Linda Fairstein, she is speaking out after the Netflix uh, release saying that it is outright fabrication, that they're lying, that they are definitely not completely innocent, and blah, blah, blah. I mean, but here's the thing. She can say all of this shit now, right? But there was nothing to say when they found DNA evidence that exonerated them. There was nothing to say when they... While they continued to get their stories told out there. And then all of a sudden, Netflix puts out this documentary. And now it's this whole fucking thing where I was telling the truth the whole time and blah, blah, blah. And I guess if you, like, really did all of this to prove that these innocent kids were not innocent, I guess you need to stick by that story. Or whatever the fuck. I guess. I don't know. I don't really know. But she sounds and looks stupid. She has been a, um, since she's been a prosecutor, she has uh, written a bunch of books and they have, uh, her publishing company has released her after the Netflix series. Um, and it's just interesting because it's like, what are you saying? Like, are you saying that Ava's lying? Are you saying that these five guys are lying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like the story It happened in 89, guys, so I know you guys have heard it more than once, and it doesn't fucking change. It doesn't change. And I, the only thing that I saw, the only thing that surprised me about watching the Netflix, uh, series was the, of was how how she was even able to capture all of the stuff that was happening on the inside. The stuff that we couldn't see. Um, and I am forever, forever changed by that. Um, and again, it's not like we don't know the story. So it's it's not like the story is very familiar. But to see how it affected them, you know, even leaving, because people think, oh, you get exonerated, you get to leave prison, everything's good. Everything does is not good. Half of the time, that shit is really bad. People. Do- jail is not a rehabilitation. So all they, so you, you jailed some teenagers and you threw, you throw them out into the world as adults. And that shit can be very traumatizing. Um, so for her to be able to capture the internal things that were happening that we weren't able to see, you know, as uh, onlookers, um, was amazing. Honestly, Ava just really doesn't do any wrong. Um, and then, uh, for me, the the, uh, the the actor that played Corey as a kid, his name is Gerald uh, Jerome, I believe. Um, I love that kid. He's so good in everything that he does. Like, I just, I believe him in everything that he does. Um, he was in Moonlight. Um, and then he's also on one of my favorite shows called Mr. Mercedes. It's a, a TV adaptation of a, a, a Stephen King trilogy. I, everything that Jerome does, uh, Jerome does is just. I I have I've n- I've never seen him in anything that I didn't believe, and when he was Corey, I believed he was Corey. Um, I cried, and I if you guys know me, you guys know I don't even really like shit that evokes emotions for me, so like I really cried uh, more more than once at this series. Um, so be prepared for that. But I mean, honestly, if you're not watching it because you don't want to be triggered or anything like that, like I understand. um, But I also think that sometimes we have to be reminded of these stories and we have to be reminded of how little they fucking care about us. And we have to be reminded of our place in this world so that, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and knowing that people are always going to be looking for a way to take us the fuck out. And that's it. And that's all. So I understand people don't want to watch it because it's trigger and I get it. I hear you. But also, but also, you know, so, okay, anyway, um, it is that time of the night. It is time for the one up for the week. All right, so mine is pretty simple. Um, and I don't know if you guys have noticed. I'm going through a lot of personal changes in my life and so a lot of my one-ups for the week are I'm really talking to myself and I just really hope that um, it resonates with some with somebody else. So, my one-up for the week, um, this is this week is simply it'll never be the right time. We can sit and wait for the right time, the right opportunity, the right moment to do the things we love. To stop doing the things that we hate. To pursue things that we want. Like, we could wait and wait and wait and wait and wait for a new time to come on the clock. But there's never going to be a right time. Other than right now, I feel like. So, um, I hope that that means means something to you guys. I hope that you guys can find something in your life to apply that to. Um, I definitely can. Um, And that's it guys. So episode 42 is in the books. I enjoy myself. I hope you guys did too. Um, and you know, just keep fucking, keep looking for answers for stuff and don't accept no all the time and love somebody, love everybody. Fuck that and love yourself. So that's it. Okay. I'll see you guys next week. Bye.